Hearing Voices? Hearing Voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. This morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, we visit with Arch Harmon. He is with the Save Man Space Project. He is an advocate for man space. There is a launch scheduled for later on this morning. Tell us about that launch and kind of what its goals are. Well, good morning and thanks so much. Uh, this is really, really cool. Uh, for those who remember the Apollo days when we were going to the moon, Apollo 11, and all the way up to Apollo 17, uh, my gosh, those were incredible days of discovery, adventure, excitement. Every kid was getting an astronaut uh, helmet and things like that for Christmas. So what this is, this is America's return to the moon. Now, the rocket that's supposed to take off at uh, 8.33, there could be uh, delays and stuff. They, they might postpone it. Weather's bad. But... Um, the, uh, th this is a test mission, so there's nobody in it. Um, it's unmanned, but it's got what they're calling moonikins or crash dummies who are in there strapped in to get, you know, G-forces and uh, radiation counts and things like that for the trip. Um, and so it's going to go out and orbit around the moon for about... 42 days. So this is like the longest mission outside of Earth's orbit ever. We were never on the moon that long. About two weeks, I think, was the uh, the, the most. Not not quite that. And um, so uh, it's going to. It's, it's like a ship down cruise of a new aircraft carrier. You know, you want to test everything and make sure it's going to be absolutely perfect when we put real people in it. And then the next step will be, this is called Artemis 1. So Artemis 2, in about two years or so, is going to launch uh, American astronauts again. And it's going to loop around the moon. And there's those who uh, have studied the Apollo or remember it. We had Apollo 8, which did the same thing. And that was a training, you know, sort of exercise to make sure that everything's working okay with people in it. And then Artemis 3, probably, hopefully in 2025, will then um, actually have Americans landing again on the moon, but they're going to do it on the South Pole. This is fascinating because there's actually some ice in these craters that the sun never hits. With, and, and that ice, that, that, that means water to drink. That means oxygen to breathe. That means oxygen and hydrogen to uh, uh, as rocket fuel, and so that means people can live there without having huge supply chain uh, issues. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah, turn on your your TV or uh, go to nasa.gov slash live and follow along the launch. This is the voice of Art Harmon. He joins me this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. We're talking about the Schedule launch about an hour from now of Artemis and uh, what might follow. Art, what is there still to learn from the moon? Why the moon and why not something like Mars or Venus or something that is an untapped frontier? Uh, well, because this is a training ground, and that's a great question. I get that a lot because, um, you, know, we, you know, we do want to go to Mars, and, and that's actually NASA's long-term goal. But you need to, you know, we only spent a grand total of, 
I don't know, it's about 120 hours or something on the surface of the moon. So we don't really know what it's like to actually live there long term. And if you go to Mars, uh, because of the funny way the orbits are, uh, you can only go to or go back every 26 months. So if you go, you either got to come back immediately and stay like a month, or you got to stay 26 uh, uh, months. So you, everything has got to be really, really, really perfect. And, um, and that's even longer than people are on the space station for. And, uh, and on the space station, every six, every few months we're sending up supplies. So, um, so by le- learning how to live on another world on the moon, where it's like three days home if there's an emergency or if you need supplies, uh, then we can, uh, you know, work on a, and all of the things that we don't really understand and know. Um, and, uh, and, and get those handled where it's safer. And then we can go to Mars and we'll have a lot better chance of long-term survival. Uh, so, uh, but we're entering a really exciting age and the moon is the, uh, the first beautiful step. Hearing Voices with Scott Watson is available 24 hours a day at WHTC.com. And if you'd like to correspond with me, the email address is long, but it's easy. Hearing Voices Radio, all one word, at gmail.com. And if you're polite, I promise to respond. We visit this morning with Art Harmon. Art, in the minute or so that we've got left, why is manned space flight so important? You know, it's the human element. We've got rovers on Mars, but I'm just going to give give you a uh, an example. There's millions of people uh, down at the Cape in uh, in Florida to watch this incredible launch. Millions. How many were there when a Mars rover got uh, uh, sent up? Thousands. Um, so it's the human element, and you know, man, human humanity were sort of designed to explore and. And actually, uh, one of the astronauts once told me, I can learn more in one minute than a rover can do in in 10 years. Because he can walk over and say, oh, that's an interesting rock. He can pick it up, turn it over, see what's under it. Um, and it's just so much easier. So you learn a lot more. Um, the little rovers, they, they only go, you know, like, you know, in their entire life a few miles. Um, and, uh, but this is what humanity is all about. This, this is our drive to explore. Um, and so it's, it's the human element, really. And there's also a lot of people that want to go and live on other worlds, whether the moon or Mars. It is, to coin a phrase, a small step, but it's the first step in America's return to the moon, and it is scheduled to take place about 45 minutes from now. Art Harmon, thank you for the visit this morning. Sure. Space.com, and it's the same on uh, Twitter and Facebook, Save Man Space.